non-stop rock talk with Tyson Friday. Uh, good afternoon, Anita. Uh, really good to talk to you. Welcome to Nonstop Rock Talk. Um, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. As great as can be expected, I guess. How are you doing? I am pretty good. I mean, uh, yeah, the same thing as to be expected. <laughs> I mean, I'm getting a little tired of being in the house, but, you know, just trying to I stay busy, yeah. as I'm sure everybody else is, right? Yeah, definitely. Um. I just interviewed Dave, David Ellison uh, probably like three days ago. Um, so we mainly discussed David Ellison's Youth Foundation, uh, the Schools Ed Initiative. I believe you're taking part in this. Um, tell me kind of how you became involved with it. Yeah, so uh, I'm so thankful to Dave for involving me in this. Um, obviously, the Youth Foundation normally just works towards providing youth in schools. But now, since kids aren't able to go to school and get their music lessons, uh, Dave and the foundation partnered up with myself and a bunch of other musicians to bring those lessons to the kids in their home. So whether it's via Skype, Zoom, uh, you know, having just a one-on-one lesson with a musician that they might respect or admire to sort of keep their motivation going and keep their lessons going. Um, So that was how it started out. Dave contacted me, and of course, I was so excited to jump on board with that. And now tomorrow, they've got this incredible sort of virtual telethon of Oh, Safe Me Scream, or Safe Me Stream. <laughs> and, um, and that's just going to be so many of the musicians that are involved sort of um, going on and playing songs and doing Q&A and talking about their different projects and raising awareness for what the foundation is doing. That's fantastic. Um, I was actually just before you called uh, Dave and Tom were online on Facebook doing like a live thing, talking about it. And I was checking that mm-hmm. out for a bit and that was pretty cool. So nice. how many, how many sessions will you do? Do you, do you even know that? I'm not sure actually. Uh, no, I haven't said, I think the initial thing was just to do one, mm-hmm. but they did also reach out about doing some additional ones, which of course I'm more than happy to do when you're, when you're talking about, you know, music for the, teaching music for the next generation of kids. How can you not say, "Yeah, I'll jump on board and do a couple more"? Yeah, no kidding, no kidding. I was actually I was joking with Dave because I said to him, I was like, when I was like sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, playing guitar, and if this had happened to me, I would like have, have jumped all over it. Like, I mean, like the likes of Frank Hannick, Alex Skolnick, Chris Poland. It's just like, oh, are you kidding? I jump all over it now. I know, and I <laughs> would love to jump all over it. <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I mean, I would take it now in a heartbeat. If someone says, "Hey, you have the opportunity to learn from, you know, Steve I or oh, I know. you know, one of your favorite chart players," I'd be like, "Yeah, how do I do it? How do I sign up?" I know it's crazy. It would be like, but I mean, for me, that was like the eighties, and we didn't have that technology then, so it wasn't even feasible. Sure. It's so cool that you can that. Um, it's able to happen now. Yeah, it's, it's pretty exciting what they're doing with technology now. Like, uh, I'm working on in, uh, an instrumental guitar course, an instructional course, and I remember, like, you know, going to Guitar Center and buying DVDs of, you know, the classic REH instructional courses, and now when I release mine, um, we're gonna, it's going to release this month, and it's just going to be online. People are going to be able to find it on their phone or their iPad or their laptop and just download all the materials and watch, you know, learn from wherever they're at. Yeah. I remember those videos from back in the day and they were just so cool, like on VHS and like for me, it was VHS uh-huh. and just like, but, um, they were kind of for like being up in Canada, they were kind of hard to find, to be honest. It wasn't like, 
that yeah, accessible? I think I think they're kind of hard to find. I mean, I'm from LA, and it was even hard to find there. So I guess that's why that's why the online thing is good because with mine, people can just go to it's actually I want to play guitar dot com. <laughs> Yeah. And they can just sign into it from wherever they're at and, and learn, you know, whether they're in Canada or in USA or, you know, anywhere in the world that they want to learn from. Yeah, that's just so cool. And, and I mean, like you said, like it may just only be one session, but talking to Dave, he, he kind of alluded to the fact that I said, well, can you ask for a specific person? And he said, yeah, you can put in a request of who you want. And I'm sure that like so many artists, there's going to be more than one request. Like it's, I, I'm sure, yeah. You know, like, and I just, I just think that's so cool, and I think it's such a great thing for, for up and coming kids who are, you know, aspiring musicians. So, that's a good thing. Absolutely, absolutely. And now there's, you know, now there's time. So yeah, I think it's, I think it's great. I hope he does ask me to do more than one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been like as a guitar player, like I'm just like, oh well, like, I, I, I want to learn something today. I want to play. So you know, like, plug in my amp my guitar and off I go, you know, like, it's just like, and you, you, and you have hours to kill. So it's like, okay, well I got to stay busy. So, yeah. you know, where that's actually why we're releasing my course. Now we weren't going to release my instructional course until later in the year. And then we're like, you know what? People are at home. They want something to practice. Let's give them something to practice. Yeah. That's, oh, that's fantastic. Now I understand that I, I'm pretty sure you, Alice was supposed to come up to Canada. I think this month. Was it? I think we were already supposed to be there. Yeah, that's what I thought because it was a Canadian tour and it was with Lita Ford was uh, playing with you opening, right? Is that correct? Um, I believe she was opening. Yeah, she's opening. Yeah, that's what I meant. Um, that's kind of disappointing. Are, are they going to reschedule those dates? I believe so, yeah. From what I've, from what I've understood from Alice's management, all the dates are going to be rescheduled once we get the all clear. Okay, that's good. Yeah, because, uh, I mean, I was looking forward to, I think, and you guys were playing smaller, I think, smaller venues as well, like Peterborough and stuff like that. I don't know if you've ever been to Peterborough. That sounds, but. <laughs> sounds right. I'm not sure. I know we have, uh, what he generally will do is we'll do, you know, a theater tour to warm up earlier in the year and then move on to, you know, an outdoor, like an arena tour or, you know, doing sheds. So we have that still on the books. Right now it'll be... Um, Alice, Tesla, and Lita Ford, but um, those dates might end up being rescheduled as well. We're just sort of in a holding pattern right now. Right, right. Um, so I interviewed former Alice guitarist Kane Roberts last week, and we were talking about his album, The New Normal, and you had recorded um, King of the World on that on that album. Um, how did that, How did, did he just like call you up and he's like, hey, Nita, do you want to play on my album? How did that all come about? Uh, we actually met at Rockwell Fantasy Camp. We were both counselors there, and obviously I'm such a massive fan of Kane. He's such a huge influence to me, and I feel like sort of one of the quintessential Alice Cooper eras is sort of defined by Kane's guitar playing. Yes. And so, you know, obviously we got to know each other, and we were chatting at Fantasy Camp, and we kept in touch. Uh, you know, Kane, of course, loves working out. I was working out. My boyfriend, Josh, and Kane are kind of built the same way. So they hit it off right away. And, uh, and yeah, when he was recording his record, he asked me to be a part of it, which was a huge honor. Yeah. And it was, it was really cool. I actually, I recorded it at home, just like I'm recording my second album, sitting in that same chair in my kitchen right now. And uh, it made it to the, to the record. So it was really an honor. That is so cool. And you guys, did you guys, I mean, uh, the press release that he kind of put out, it said, um, 
uh, the song developed. I called two friends, prolific Kip Winger. He killed it. The Unstoppable Need to Strauss. She's a beauty and the beast on guitar. Fuck, I knew she would heavy things up. I'm taking the, exactly from the quote. Yeah, she throws her weight around on the guitar trade off like a pissed off sumo wrestler. It's what I don't. I love that. I hadn't heard that. Oh, it was so it's funny. Time it was time compared to a sumo wrestler. Yeah, it was. It was so funny. So you guys actually traded off on that solo. Is that how that went? Yeah. Uh, um. Well, you know, I'm. I'm not sure how he did it. You know, he he said he sent me the MP3 of the song. He sent me the points where he wanted me to play. So I didn't actually hear what he was going to do. Uh-huh. I just sent it, and this this happens quite a lot with the sessions that I do. I won't hear what the rest of the track is going to sound like. Yeah. Um, so I I sent it. He sent it to me. He said, "I want you to solo from this minute marker to this one, and then this one to this one." And I recorded it and sent it back to him. And then I heard the final version, and it was just sick how how he edited that trade off. It was very very cool. Yeah, it's a cool track. Really cool song. It's like, uh, yeah, it's it's melodic. Yeah. What a great singing voice he has too. Pardon me. What a great singing voice. Oh, I have. know. I know. I don't know if you ever heard, like, I have his first album on vinyl with the... Uh, yeah. Yeah, and, I mean, he's it's it's awesome. And it's kind of a funny album because it's like, there's two different, there's like the really heavy stuff, and then there's his really melodic, more mainstream stuff on it, which which I find is a good mix. He's just, he's so talented. He really is. Yeah, and I really, and I love his playing, too. His playing's like, you wouldn't... You you kind of look at him and think, oh man, I don't like. Can he play that well? And he's just he's just phenomenal. I know how that feels. <laughs> you, oh, I'm sure you do. Yeah, that's a good point. Don't judge a book by its cover, right? <laughs> Definitely, especially not in the Alex Cooper group. No, and I actually I saw you two years ago at uh, the casino, and I was blown okay. away. You guys are. I mean, I think. I've seen Alice uh, many, many times, and I think that what must have, might have been one of the most enjoyable Alice shows that I have seen. It was it was phenomenal. Thank you very much. You're very welcome, and and I like the three guitar thing as well. I like what every all, we do. Yeah, every all three people bring something different to the table, and I think that's a really cool dynamic because Alice's music over the years has kind of evolved, and there's been different eras where. You know, like there's kind of like where he he was Alice in the 70s and then the 80s, he was a different, you know, different thing. And then kind of in the 2000s, late 90s, he went really heavy. And it's just, I think with the dynamic of the band, I think that really bodes well for what you guys are doing. Definitely. Um, so in terms of future plans, is there is there another album in the works for Alice? Um. That would be an Alice question. Uh, Uh, I'm working on my solo record right now during this downtime. Um, I can tell you for sure that that's going to be coming this year. Okay. Um, But as far as Alice's recording plans, I think that's something you would have to ask him about. Okay. The only reason I asked was because I was hoping that you were going to say that you'd be playing on it. So that's that's kind of... I hope so too. Maybe maybe someday. No, uh, Alice tends to use the live band for live shows and use studio musicians mostly for recording. So I have not been in the band, uh, gosh, is it six, seven years now? Um, and aside from the live tracks, uh, I haven't played on the Alice record yet, but maybe someday. Yeah, because that um, I have that uh, vinyl of the one in France. Um, 
Apparently. That was on my birthday. Oh, is it? Really? It was, yeah. If you listen to he... out at the end, you hear him introduce me to the birthday girl. I remember. He just dropped. That's right. And I that is a cool vinyl because it's two different colors. And it was when I got it, it was like, oh, this is so cool. And getting back to Kane, actually, Kane and I, last year when I talked to him, we talked about um, The World Needs Guts being on that album as well. And he's like, oh, mm-hmm. that's so cool. I heard that they were doing it. I didn't realize that it had been released with them doing that song. So he was kind of excited yeah. about that. But um, anyway, so that, I, I know our time's limited. So I think that's pretty much all I have for today. And I, um, I just want to thank okay. you for, for talking to me. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me on. And I uh, hope you guys will all tune into the stream tomorrow. It's going to be a lot of fun. Okay, perfect. Thank you, Nita. Thank you. Okay, have a good day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.